0: Thank you for listening to the Business and Beyond podcast.
1: We appreciate all of our listeners. If this is your first time listening to the Business and Beyond podcast, we hope you enjoy this episode. The NCAA is really worthless after today is also a very significant moment, but, you know, many are arguing, you know, good or bad, many are arguing pro or con, but uh, this day has been coming for a long time. It, it... Quotes by Paul Feinbaum. Feinbaum. Fine, mom. If I mess up your name, don't don't hate on us. Episode forty-four, of the Business and Beyond podcast, is brought to you by Director Parada. This is uh, interesting in here. If you're watching on YouTube, it's we have coffee, coffee mugs.
0: Yeah, it's the morning edition of Business and Beyond.
1: <laughs> Recording. We just thought it was too much to to be drinking whiskey at eight a.m.
0: So I can start, a, at least a, start with a cup of coffee first.
1: trust me, I thought of everything, like, what can you put in coffee? I'm like, eh, Bailey's, I don't want that in the morning. So we traded in our whiskey glasses for coffee mugs for this. And like I said, YouTube can notice it, but I think it's going to be pretty obvious for our podcast listeners when we're late in the show actually making good points <laughs> rather than normally when we're getting tipsy and drunk and just... God knows
0: where our show goes. Let's hope that's the case.
1: Yeah, but Paul Feinbaum talking about the new NCAA ruling that players can make money off their likeness. It's imaging. the
0: the NIL rule, which is the name, uh, name, imaging. image, and likeness. Yeah, and actually, just as I'm thinking about it, I was I had it prepared for later. We're gonna talk about it, but first thing that comes to mind for me is let's get NCAA back on the PlayStation. Let's get that going. Let's get these guys. Which does become... There is a bigger issue there than just, okay, now we can start doing it. Because now you're talking about... So, how it works in the NFL standard is they go through the Players Association. Mm-hmm. Which the NCAA still does not have a Players Association or union. So, they would need some type of union and that's, rep set up that's- in order to negotiate for them to divvy up everything properly and that's
1: something we need to clear up the, what the ncaa ruling says and does not say technically it does not say players can go make money it says the ncaa will not restrict it exactly you need and at some point i think the federal government's going to step in and and put actual ruling mm-hmm. in here so right now they can't do anything it went into effect july 1st but they can't do anything right now um, except for some of the players that Play in the states, or yeah, play in the states. The NIL rule
0: was already passed into law. Texas, Texas, Florida, California,
1: California. There's about 12 states. Players that are not in those states, it's up to the individual schools to figure out what those are. And basically, it's just putting something down on paper. What they're all gonna look about the same. Yeah. Uh, Boosters can't get involved, colleges can't pay players directly. Right. And that's endorsements where the, can't interfere that's where the, with recruiting. The
0: gray area is going to come in to play for the NCAA. It's for the, each school to manage this in such a way that the players, that it doesn't get misconstrued that money came from the school themselves. <clears throat> that's, that's where it's going to be tough when you get into endorsements. You know,
1: and let's not let's not lie. Money is going to be coming from the schools and the boosters, but they have that's they what, have
0: to have that. We talked about on episode eighteen. Eighteen, we we talked about this, and at that point, I mean, we all agreed on the show. Tyler joined us that week. That the players were already getting paid. Yeah, this was already going on. This ruling was more of a technicality. You know, so a legal speak, way to do a legal it. way yeah. to allow. Players. To, now
1: to, to players who
0: aren't to explain the quarterback this, for name, Oklahoma getting name image and likeness is they can sign deals which some players have already started signing with some like uh, Bo Nix signed with some tea company mm-hmm. you know like a bottled iced tea company yeah. uh, there's some other players they've signed so they're going to be able to sign deals with their name they're going to be able to do uh, meet and greets they're going to be able to be paid to speak. It, it's going to open up the opportunity for them to also put on their own summer camps, which could be huge for these kids in building their brand as well as making money. It's not just the, the sheer fact of making money is now these kids can build their own brand and then, they can hire attorneys. They can hire this. And that's part of this ruling is now they can. It's allowing them to hire agents, attorneys, uh, tax help, because that was one of the big questions I had is, OK, now we're going to allow these kids to go out and make a lot of money. Mm hmm. Who's going to help them pay their taxes? Now you're fixing to screw a bunch of kids Yeah. when I first read this, but it did come out. It, it, they are allowed now yeah, to hire financial advisors. They can, they can essentially build their team. They get in trouble. Oh yeah. because yeah. they don't They're like, oh, my so, guy will take care of it. So these kids can build their own teams to help them manage this. Uh and Really? This is the way to go. Now, like Paul Feinbaum said, the NCAA is in trouble here. They waited till the 12 o'clock hour. they, through this out there they they don't know what they just opened up. They mm-hmm. opened up a huge Pandora's box that I don't think they're prepared to manage.
1: Yeah, because they're you're talking about building their brand. There's a lot of other ways that we're not thinking at the top that maybe not the star players can build their brand, but if you are a defensive end or or a kicker at one of these big schools, you can start making money off of what Joe, Joe Burrow commented on Twitter he said exciting time for uh, college athletes most excited for non-scholarship mm-hmm. athletes who have been working jobs outside of sports to make ends meet free meals sponsored posts signings will make their lives a lot easier long overdue talk about sponsored posts mm-hmm. how many of these guys have Instagrams and TikToks, TikToks and yeah. now they when you think of endorsements saying okay Nike and Adidas they're gonna go but well, though Nicks just signed <clears> a T deal. Yeah, they're they're going to be making posts. I mean, saying, how many companies okay, out there this... with
0: protein products, with you know things that go along with athletes, and who are you targeting to sell that to? At the college level, for a guy that's going to represent a brand, you're targeting that guy just beneath them in the high school, middle school, high school level. Yeah, that are looking up to those guys even more so than they are because they aspire to be at that next level. So that that's great, and it's it's. More so great for these guys, like we're talking about the non-scholarship guys. And you think, well, how are they going to use their name, image, likeness? You know, they nobody knows who they are. But think about when they go back to their hometowns. Yeah. A lot of these guys are big stars in their hometown. So now they go back and they can get in with the local, you know, whatever, pool shop or, you know, lumber yard or something. And put their name to that. And, and actually make money for it while they're yeah, in college. While they're in college just to help make ends meet. And... Being a
1: like I mentioned kicker, but I guess kickers can be in scholarship if they're pretty good. but there's a lot of players that play for Texas, Oklahoma, Ohio mm-hmm. State that aren't on scholarship, but they can just say, hey I, you know i'm I'm a wide receiver for Ohio on Ohio State. yeah there's a lot of places who don't want to who want to get in on this but don't want to pay millions or how many what whatever it comes out to uh, once the market sets itself. How much they want to pay? They don't want to pay the high end to get, well, Joe Burrow's not in college, but Pitt, Joe Burrow or or Vince Young back in the day. They're going to get these uh, less no, lesser known players, and they're going to say, "Hey, come to uh, uh come to our restaurant. We're going to have the you know what's yeah. his name from from Ohio State. People are like, oh, Ohio State, yeah, You're going to go, and
0: we're going to give this kid five hundred bucks and a free meal, yeah, and come to a meet and greet just to get people out here for us, yeah." And then he's going to... Uh, and it's going to blow him up because now people are going to start looking him up. and It's really going to expand the depth of college sports to allow these kids to be recognized and, and known, which goes hand-in-hand hand with today's society with social media and influencers. Essentially, these kids are going to be influencers.
1: Mm-hmm. No, they will be, and they should already be. I mean, if you have... You know... Probably in middle school, early high school, if you have a chance to make it into college
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, sports. So that's something I know you probably encourage Landon to do, to do, not only to keep things on social media clean, because you never know who's going to dig him up, but to be growing that. Mm-hmm. Because that's a way you can, it's all about to build your brand. brand. Yeah. Like how many, uh, with all this, there would be a lot more part of this market to grow that we have no clue on. Mm-hmm. So how many guys are going, to, or how many schools are going to try to get certain guys to come play, knowing they're not going to offer them a scholarship? But hey, you can get, come play for Oklahoma. You you can go get a free meal anywhere. You yeah. can you know, You're gonna to make tons of money just saying you play for Oklahoma. Yeah. Which I know what that's what the NCA kind of didn't want.
0: Well, and that's one of the caveats is, is I don't believe it's written in, and I don't know if it's going to be. I think that's still part of the gray area is will the players be allowed to wear their school's logos? Will they be able to wear the apparel the school's given them to these meet and greets to go make money?
1: And That's probably that's, going to be an that's individual gonna be,
0: thing. That's going to be part of it. And, and it, it could leave the school susceptible to issues with the NCAA. The way the NCAA ruling is written mm-hmm. is it's the kids' name image likeness. Yeah how does that tie in with school apparel school logo school rights you know can these kids go out and say oh i play for
1: well you a- have to be that's the whole <clears throat> i mean no but i know i what you're saying, saying. that's
0: but- where the ncaa made a mistake they don't have this written in that it's not clear
1: and wouldn't that be something if ncaa said yeah you can go make money off but just don't say you play for this school mm-hmm. like well that's the whole point Uh, I mean I guess
0: you could say college athlete you could there are things that that you could do there I I don't know
1: couldn't they kind of already do that
0: I mean they were already doing that yeah but. but they couldn't go out and say they were making money I mean they couldn't let people know they couldn't actually be paid or incentivized or given a free meal which I know it's that was one of the debates in the past and we talked about it on episode 18 was you know, the argument always has been, well, these kids get scholarships. They get free school. And, and we we, we had the numbers. I, I don't have all the stats now of how many scholarships are even available. But just like you said, this is more so for the kids that aren't on scholarship. Yeah. That are paying their own way through school. That are also having to work, try to, you know, work a job to pay just to eat. That don't have all of this. You know, there's a 100 kids, say, on a football team in college. Yeah. And I mean, argue, what was it, 30, I want to say it was 30 some odd scholarships they had at the, when we spoke about it at think the time. Yeah, it was about 50. Okay. But, so but half your team's on scholarship, what about yeah, the other half of those kids? Their their parents are having to foot this money for them the, to be
1: able to play the ball. main argument was for the guys who can go pro, but they're being forced to stay in college and they're they're going to risk injury and this and giving up lots of money. But yeah, they of course they're in scholarship, but they're not staying the whole time anyways. Yeah. Would so re- so really, I I think what would be more beneficial would be uh, to offer scholarships to the lesser players because those are the limited amount of scholarships you have because star quarterbacks he's going to get you know he, he's going to stay for two uh, for three years and, and go to the NFL anyways and he's going to be able to make lots of money
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know we were talking about you know uh, lesser known players coming to a restaurant and being able to get paid five hundred bucks or whatever. You know they're not going to make thousands and thousands of dollars. or going to make full salaries. Yeah. The market is yet to be set on what this is. It, it's wide open. Exactly. You were talking about uh, there was a tweet about Arch Manning coming yeah. out of high school. Actually, I was looking
0: at that now that uh, an analyst projects that he can make ten million dollars as a freshman. And <clears throat> and they're going to
1: have to wait till like like we were talking about the fine print <clears throat> comes out from wherever where it's NCAA or how they're allowed to make money, how they're allowed to be paid. Yeah. We have, we just have a few, like, you can't do this, this, and this, but they're going to find ways around that. And they're thinking, and I guess the NCAA's is thinking might be, okay, they can make a little bit of money. Because when you're talking about $10 million and you're getting paid for, for your uh, education under mm-hmm. so on, on a scholarship, like how much is that? Even the most expensive schools, you're talking 80,000 a year. In value, mm-hmm. so it's going to be interesting to see where they set this market. It's going to be like NFL quarterbacks getting paid. It's not that you're the best player if you're going to get paid the most. It's okay, no. you're a top five, <clears throat> six player. Or it's your time to get paid. This or is you're even works.
0: the best marketer. Yeah, you no, know, there's a lot of kids that. <clears throat> and that's me. what it is
1: in the NFL. You know, <clears throat> comparing it to the NFL is pretty arbitrary because there's one way to make. I mean, they yeah. have other ways, but we're talking about just their salary. There's no salary here. Yeah. They, they can go out and sign autographs and do this and that, and then there's there's going to have to be a limit because there's an hourly limit. You're only allowed to <clears> work <throat> so many hours because you're practicing and going to school. Now, they're not going to... Eventually, they're going to have issues with kids constantly hours a day going to events and things and getting paid. Well, and,
0: the- and that was part of it is that... And I, I don't know if this was the ruling. I read a story. I don't know if this was in the ruling or that this would be something between the school's but that the the athletes would have to uh, coordinate all of this with the school, so mm-hmm. essentially they have to tell the school, "Hey, I signed a deal with Nike. I I'm doing this. I have this meet and greet. It can't just be these guys doing it. They have to be open about who they're and what
1: happens with. when because uh, <clears throat> is it? I guess Nike has to deal with the NCAA on uniforms and things like that, right? Every now. school has their own.
0: There's Every Vetus, school does Nike, so. Yeah.
1: Assuming a kid has well I guess it would it would be a school issue, not a not an NCA issue. Well, I was that, thinking if they wear it something is, they're not supposed no, to
0: it is written into there if the school is if they're have a deal with a a non a company that's not sponsored by the school, they have to wear the school's products. So Which, say a kid has an Adidas deal and his school's a Nike school, he has to wear Nikes while he's playing. Now, he can wear his Adidas outside. He can go to, you know, these big Adidas events. He can, you know... So what's <clears> going to <throat> happen? Um, so these guys, kids are going to have special deals where they're still allowed. Like, unlike in the NBA where you can't wear cross brands yeah. or whatever. They're going to have special have to have special deals written for these guys. Which, those are going to be the elite guys. Nike, Adidas, yeah. Well, the you point know, I was gonna Puma. Make these was... companies are not going to invest in a kid. Well, the point I was going to make through. say, what if...
1: Uh... <clears throat> Uh, was it Des Bryant or a watch? No, it was Odell. Odell, oh yeah, Odell Beckham. Uh, wore a watch he wasn't supposed to because Rolex whoever it was paid him. It's like, okay, that's more than his fine's going to be. So what if a kid does something like that? Because in this ruling, there's not... Eventually, there probably will be... Yeah. They're not going to get fined. The school may get fined, but...
0: Well, and here's what okay, the so NCAA... the NCAA NCAA made the, the mistake, and, and we're talking about this, anyone that's not following this, the reason... NCAA doesn't have a plan is because they waited to the last moment. The July first date came from all of the state legislations that passed this. Mm-hmm. It went into effect in each state July first. Yeah. So the NCAA had to scramble and get this moving, just to and that's why the word is match it. Yeah. NCAA
1: isn't saying you can go get paid endorsements. They just aren't rejecting you from doing it. So if because you they really don't these... know what they're going to do exactly. They, that's all that. That, that it says, like you said, there's no rules to it. Well, the, school, it's whatever the schools the, have a except plan. Except you can't do this, this, and yeah. this. But. The
0: schools have a plan. like The kids have a plan. Like Paul Fittabon said, everyone except the NCAA at the top knows what the, what they're going to do. Everyone yes. else has been planning for this. These kids have been working since 2019. You had a group of college players that started putting this into motion and fighting this rule to be paid.
1: So what's going to happen is, is the star high school players... <clears throat> Because I guess they probably didn't do it before, because they're going to go to the NCA where they can't make money anyways. Adidas is going to start going and getting, picking these kids off before they get to a college that doesn't, that Adidas doesn't sponsor. And so they're going to be on there. What's the kid's name? Who? He may be in high school now, but we were watching. He's got his own YouTube page. I can't remember his name. Uh, but he does all. He's outrageous football player, and he's been doing this since he was like in sixth sixth grade, I think. On his YouTube page, but the star high school players, you know, are gonna, you know, be crazy athletes in the, in college college sports. Generally, stop mm-hmm. saying it's not just exclusive to college football, but all college sports. They're gonna start getting endorsement deals. Well, set up through their and, parents and
0: and even to that, this is only Division One ruling. This this rule does not trickle down to Division Two, Division Three at that this it did. point. They not yet. It hasn't run. I think that's coming soon, but it, this is only a Division One ruling from what I read. That hmm. it wasn't written across the board just yet.
1: So, one of the rules, which is, I guess it's not in the fine print, but it they, they was in this agreement, a ruling that endorsements can't affect where players go in recruiting, yeah. which... How you police that's that. got to be uh, a 200 pay. that's got to be yeah. like a, 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 an act of Congress <clears throat> with all the fine print where they can and go. Uh, how did they not? How, yeah, how it, it, they it's,
0: gonna... it's,
1: like, it's like a lot of people who listen to this podcast can appreciate this analogy. If you have a small business and you're it's tax time, you're writing things off. How many things are you writing off that really aren't business expenses? Like, we talked about this during this lunch, so we're going to write this off as a business expense. It's going to be something like that. Okay, a booster can't talk to him. This guy can't talk to this guy. But maybe their kid's play in the same AAU league. or Yeah. Or prep, uh, go to the same prep school or something mm-hmm. like that, the same UIL district. Like, hey, you know, sign this deal and we can get you, you know, if you sign with Nike instead of Adidas, you know, maybe Texas takes you, or vice versa. If you go sign with Texas, if you make a... You know, they can't put it down in writing. Yeah. Uh, because if you... Be pick like, the, you pick the right school... You we'll you, be you make a stuff. soft agreement, or, or a uh, soft... What do you even call it? Anyway, you, you say you're going to go to Texas, we'll sign with Nike, or whoever, you know. Uh, we'll, we'll sign a bigger deal. And you'll, you'll make money because you play for Texas, and then we're obviously going to pay you a lot of money for endorsing Nike. Mm-hmm. And... There's going to be a lot of under-the-table stuff like there already is. That That's the thing. The NCAA was making good points, saying, well, if we open this up, it's going to make it unfair. Well, it kind of already is unfair. Texas, Texas A&M, Oklahoma can pay under-the-table more than we brought up UNT, North Texas, uh, Fresno State, schools yeah. like that. And then... NCAA, the NCAA, and or whoever makes the decisions on the, the scheduling makes it kind of unfair, too, if you want to use the word unfair, putting Ohio State, and Alabama, and, and Texas in those prime time network games. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, rightfully so. That's where you want them at. But then it, that, it's going to help recruiting that they're so, going to go play there. Yes,
0: but does that affect sponsorships? If these kids, if the rulings come out, these kids are not allowed to wear your products on the field during games. Though, well, it has gotta I'm saying. be so they're, during the game. Does that matter? I mean, does does it matter if you want to sign a kid, but he has to wear Nike on the field, or he has he can't wear your whatever? I mean, does that affect these kids actually getting these deals? Off, off the top of your head,
1: who's right now this upcoming season's the perennial? college football player I really don't even know uh, I... okay let, let's just use Joe Burrow for example just because he's popped his tweets still popped up here Joe Burrow goes in and signs heck I don't keep up with all the sponsorships so let's say Puma is not a huge sponsorship in college football as Nike is right so let's say he plays for LSU I'm not sure if this is true LSU has a deal with Nike or something but he has a deal with Puma okay during the game he's got to wear Nike but during warm-ups he's wearing he's wearing Puma stuff because yeah. in the pregame I'm just the camera's going to be on him.
0: Yeah, I'm just thinking the televised portion of that does it affect Puma I'm saying sure hey, it will. I mean, we're going to give you big bucks to you know, to be part of our team, but I
1: mean, it, as much as you want to criticize the NFL for they deal with all this all the time yeah. with the Odell thing like, "Yeah, go get whatever sponsorship you want to get." You just can't do it during the game. If you if uh, the NFL has a, sh- a shoe deal with Nike or whoever they have a shoe deal with, you have to wear those shoes. So in warm-ups, they're wearing all kinds of different shoes, and I know the NBA had a problem with it a couple of years ago. And I think they've they've pulled back on that. Yeah, they okay. pulled back. And and they have, they have within, different nights where you, you had can wear... You have to be wear, within the color. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the colors, and then there's nights you can wear whatever you want because I think at the time the issue was it was a charity, and he and, was getting fined
0: for it. And has that even been An issue now. Does anyone even talk about that? They can wear any. I know someone like Luca would wear red shoes, and the Mavs have no red in their color. Uh, yeah, he was wearing it in even playoffs, he's wearing orange. Yes. Is that yeah, it even an issue? No, is I like it because care? you, yeah,
1: because when you had uh Kleba in there, who kind of looks like Luca when you're just running around, yeah, like you can point out Luca right away, he's wearing the orange shoes, but. It makes it difficult when you don't have all these bylaws, which you can and can't do. And I think they're just going to let the market, I mean, it it seems like they only have a couple of months to come out with something and they're just going to let the market figure it out that kids are just going to try stuff and then they're not going to like it. And then they're going to say, okay, you can't do that. And then you can do this. And like you said, they're going to be hiring lawyers. Mm Mm-hmm to figure out what they can and can't do. And they're going to yeah. push the limit. They're going to find, uh, these lawyers and agents are going to find the in bet- reading in between the lines and find what they can do and what they're not allowed to do. And they're going to do it until they come up with a new amendment to the rule, uh, which is the way everything works. You oh, know, I mean, yeah. Just, yeah, just, this- just like the college football playoff, the way it came out, then they expanded it. Are they going to expand it to twelve teams now? That's what they thought. They're not. They're just skipping eight. They're going straight to twelve. Yeah. And it's I don't know. The NCAA does does a lot of things you question. And when the you know they're they're coming up with it. Well, this is why we don't do it. And yeah, that makes sense. But okay, nobody's saying the college the schools should pay players. Although we're bringing up that billion dollar industry that college sports is mm-hmm. bigger than any other pro sports league they could probably afford to to pay these players you're like well how much do you pay like okay it really doesn't matter come up with a limit like just like your scholarships yeah but this it's like why are they why are they getting in the middle of this let them make their own decisions mm-hmm. it, it has nothing to that's like the nfl telling dak prescott he can't deal with pepsi because pepsi's not a of course jerry don't screw that up or Screwed the NFL and said, "Screw Cowboys will have one sponsor. The NFL will have another beer. Yeah, this soft drinks, everything. Yeah, but you're going to have something like that where there's going to be a larger than life player,
0: maybe a Johnny this, Manziel come in this there." This ruling just probably created more jobs that the NCAA is going to have to hire teams and teams and teams of people to deal with this on a daily basis. You're, you're going to constantly have paperwork shuffling across, and now. You've created a murky situation for them to, you know, to monitor this and and make sure that there's no violations.
1: Yeah, because on its face, you're saying, okay, NCA is not paying anything. The consumers are paying.
0: We're Mm -hmm. paying. If
1: Mm -hmm. we want to go, or if a restaurant wants to pay someone to come do a signing or, you know, a company wants to say, yeah, tag us on your Instagram posts Mm -hmm. and we'll pay you this. It's a free market. That's what they want to do. But the problem is when smaller schools don't have that kind of reach, but they're, you know, they have boosters that are millionaires and billionaires. Yeah. They say, okay, I'm not allowed to pay him directly, <clears throat> but I'll make a donation to here or or promise this guy something. Mm-hmm. Say, so you open up your business for whatever or you sponsor this guy, I'll pay you for it. Yeah. And it it's going to be hard. I'm not saying they should just you know, ignore it. It's going to be really hard to not only police that, or not only to to monitor that, but to police that, because if they're doing everything by the letter of the law, at least you know in between the lines of the letter of the mm-hmm. law, and they're not, and you know, federal government or IRS or anybody's not doesn't care what they're doing financially. How can the NCA come in and do anything? Yeah. All they can do is suspend a kid. Uh, and it's going to be real difficult, and so, because because like we say, the states that don't have this ruling right now, it's going to be up to the individual schools. So the state of Texas says they can get paid. So the University of Texas and Texas A and M are going to have to come up with their own bylaws too, although they don't are legally obligated to, because they have to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. Because what if Joe Blow goes over here and does all this, does all these endorsing endorsements and. It comes out, okay, a booster was doing this. That the booster's not necessary. I mean, he's technically tied to the school, but you have to punish somebody. You're going to have to go punish the school. So they're going to have to have all these bylaws, mm. too, to protect themselves. Yeah. And the schools are going to have to monitor that. Because if they don't, then you're going to have SMU-style
0: Yeah. Uh, well, violations. The, the biggest thing I think we could see value in this, this whole situation that we haven't talked about yet is the opportunity for these kids to become entrepreneurs and to start their own businesses and brands now. Yeah. And, you know, where they weren't allowed to do that before, where they couldn't do that before.
1: And that's where this whole thing is. And how much
0: crazier does that get when a kid starts a small business and now he has a small business and his business is gaining contracts based on, you know, X, Y, and Z from these boosters that have connections here that, you know, it's going to create even more chaos but it's a really cool you know opportunity for these youngsters to yeah. to start to start a business social to, media. to start a brand and sell their sell their brand sell products cuz you look at autograph signings
1: and endorsements and appearances it's these different ways to make money but social media ties that all together and it's their yeah. brand yeah and I don't think the NCAA is ready for that. You're going to have players. And what's going to happen is you're going to have, you know, Eli Manning. He went to Ole Miss because that's where his dad went. You know, Peyton Manning went to UT because that was probably Tennessee because that was a better opportunity. But Ole Miss isn't a perennial college football school. So Eli going there, he probably could have gone to wherever he wanted to. So you're going to have players, star players that do that, that go to other schools because of legacies or whatever. And it's going to put some of these schools on the map for a few years. Yeah. Because of their brand. Because they can make money. Because they're going to be in commercials. And like like you said, it's it's still iffy. If, if you know, a guy playing at UNT, uh, University of North Texas, can wear a Mean Green jersey in a commercial or something yeah. like that. But you still know. He can put it on his Instagram. Yeah. That I'm the starting quarterback for the, the UNT Mean Green. And so... When he does this and that way. I mean, when you see somebody, what's the first thing you go do? You go and follow them on social media, Facebook, whatever. So he's going to do commercials. He's going to do the uh, uh, autograph signings. And he's going to be posting and getting millions of followers. And the schools, especially the smaller schools, are going to benefit from that. And that's where the boosters come more into play. Because Oklahoma and Ohio State and Alabama, they can legit go up and say hey Mm -hmm. man you're coming to play for a perennial school you're going to make tons of money we don't have to have our boosters coming you know step in but TCU and SMU and UNT just because those are North Texas or UTA makes sense you know talking basketball and baseball they're going to find the loopholes quicker to how they can play it. because some players don't care about that like hey you're going to pay me money because I don't know I may be a star high school player and I don't know that I'm going to the NFL, so I don't have to go play for these. Yeah. If I can be a starter at the smaller school and you're going to find ways to make me lots of money and my
0: family doesn't have any money, yeah. I'm going to go there. That's on that local level. Well, let's look at it on the flip side. How much does this benefit small businesses that can't go and hire a an a, you know professional athlete to come, support their brand, to come in and do a meet and greet, a speaking but you can find that local guy that'll do it for, like we said, so, 500 I don't, And maybe that's a low ball. I don't know. You know, you could pay these guys a much lesser amount, incentivize them much less, but still get somewhat of a local draw from those kids. That's going to help these small businesses. You know, something like Business and Beyond Podcast. We need to go find us a kicker here at one of these small schools. So, no, uh, <clears throat> depending on where you're located, I'm going to use Cowboys example because
1: we're in Fort Worth. I mean, Dallas-Fort Worth. So obviously Dak Prescott signed with Pepsi and all these other players. How many of these uh, uh, car wreck commercials do you see with somebody you know who they are on the Cowboys, but they're not, you know, one yeah. of, you, you know David or I think was on one of them. But all these random local businesses having commercials with these random mm-hmm. Cowboys just because they cost less, they're not going to go get Tony Romo to right. do it. They're going to so you're going to have local businesses that can afford. To have players coming, yeah. and at first, sure, I bet you you can get the star players until the markets worked itself out, and you know, I legitimately believe, legitimately believe, the top players in college football soon will be making millions I of think, dollars.
0: I think it's also a good opportunity, unless they cap it somehow. There's a good opportunity for large corporate businesses, um, like nationally known businesses. Could tie in and do this on the local level, say a Starbucks, a McDonald's, uh, you know, what are these bigger franchises, right, that are nationwide? You go in and you pick players in each of these areas, mm-hmm. each of these markets, and bring them into your store in each mark in their respective markets to help even grow your reach.
1: Yeah, or even regional businesses. I mean, you just look at yeah a big, the Big 12 conference. What if they got they have dealings together where they go in um, and make business deals. And what if they get something where Baylor, TCU, Texas, Oklahoma, they all have a deal with one company mm-hmm. and they all have a player, just like you said, just at regional levels. I mean, this, there's endless amounts of money yeah. that could be thrown at this. That's why I'm saying I don't think it's crazy
0: no. that they're going to be millionaires by the time they're being a- drafted. A lot of these kids will be set up for the future. And hopefully my, my only concern is, is like we see a lot of young, professional athletes that aren't taught to manage their money properly and that this money could ruin and i think that has been the argument this money could ruin them at an earlier age yeah i hope that they're prepared so now because that was an argument already with rookies making through the high school level and even through college we've got to make sure that these kids are set up with the proper outlets to teach them how to manage this and how to set this up i mean it's, it's going to happen. You're going to have a, a kid that's going to get duped over by a, an agent. It's going to come in and screw him with a contract that he doesn't understand. You know, it's going to happen. That's going to be there. Well, just the same way when uh, TV
1: and college football started to merge together, I mean, uh, where you're interviewing players. Mm-hmm. So colleges started... Putting these players through through class. I don't know if it's actual courses in school or classes yeah. to how to be you know how to go through an interview, what to say, what not to say. This is how you do it and look more professional. I think early on, maybe even back in you know high school, you may do it. Where star players are taking, okay, this is how you deal with money because because yeah. I think it's going to tr- unless there there's some something they put in the fine print or law that they can't deal with high schoolers. What's to stop Coke going and and uh, getting the, this star quarterback, who they know they're gonna, they're they're already saying they're committing to Alabama or whatever. Just get with their parents because they're underage. And say, hey, let's get a deal going. We'll pay you the million dollars to be the spokesman. So they're already in there before they're even <clears throat> bigger time. So they don't have to compete with anyone. They say, hey, your son is ten-year contract, million dollar, ten million dollars, ten-year contract. So by the time they're in the NFL, if that t- I mean you're going to take that risk, to see if they actually make it. Yeah. By the time they're in the NFL, they're still under contract.
0: But your investment is so yeah. much less. You're than thinking, it would okay, be.
1: he was the number one overall pick, and we're paying him whatever you know what we were he was making in high school to represent Coke. We already had that endorsement. And yeah. I I think there are companies crazy enough to do stuff like that. I do too. You know, uh, we we were talking about the full time company I worked for was acquired by one of the biggest, uh, building material companies in the world. And, uh, there was a lot of, uh, uh, let's say controversy, but a lot of criticism for this company from outside. Like, why did you pay so much? It's, it, it ended up being, uh, a lot more. Like, I don't know how much I'm, it's already been announced. So I guess I can say it on here, uh, nine times what our annual revenue is, is what they bought, uh, acquired us for. So people are saying that that's just crazy money. There's no precedence for it because it's two different industries almost. And people are saying, well, look at what they make in the scheme of things. If nothing works out, that's like what they round off to write off crap, you know? Yeah. So there are going to be companies like Coke that, okay, what's a few million dollars for them? If this, if this guy ends up getting hurt or he doesn't pan out or he gets burnt out, okay, it was a risk. It was, it was a a big risk, you know, but that's just stuff we write off anyways. We're going to round that money off at the end of the year anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And it's the positive spin on this though, is it gives these kids that opportunity, you know, could you imagine in college with the correct team around you to manage even just a million dollars? I mean, these kids could take these contracts, go put them in the market, invest. They're essentially set for life no matter what their career does.
1: And yeah, I think there will be uh, to the NCAA point, uh, NCAA's point, there will be stuff done like we we're talking about. They're going to find the fine print. That's why yeah. NCAA needs to come out with something that yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, set in stone. But there was that was already happening. So take just random examples of where this kid's growing up in poverty. Mm-hmm. and he's just going to take my, like, I don't care. Like, if I make the NFL great, but I'm going to go to a big school, but they're giving me money, I I can't just say no and let my yeah. parents, grandparents struggle.
0: Yeah, exactly. Now they
1: can legally do it, they can still decide where they want to go. They don't have to sign anything, or, well, they weren't signing anything anyways because it was illegal before, but they don't have to make decisions based on that. So I think a lot of the times it's it, it may turn into who's the highest bidder, but... For the most point, like, I want to go play at TCU. They're going to give me money, or they're, they're not giving me money, but I can make money through this or that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, it don't get, get us wrong. There's going to be, you're like, well, how do you know how much money you're going to make? That That's some fishy stuff. You're going to have agents or lawyers yeah. or somebody who are going to come to you pro bono and say, <clears throat> you don't have to pay me anything until we get something done. Yeah. You can do this, this, the You can do this endorsement and this once yeah. you, you know. But if they can make some money, they don't have to, Go accept money to play for Oklahoma State. It's going to be a important
0: State. from a parent's perspective or a family in general that they educate themselves on these rulings and what the kids are and are not allowed to do. Mm-hmm. That, you know, every one of them should go out and be creating a brand, create a website, create something for these kids that you know are going to go play, that have the opportunity to get, get that ball rolling for them, you know, acting as their agent to help them out. Hopefully not to take advantage of them, but then also to start educating the kids about what they can and cannot do and what opportunities they have through this.
1: And something that it seems on on its face that it's something you don't want to deal with because we we're talking about endorsements should not affect recruiting. That I think schools and businesses should be partnering up because they're going to do it anyways under the, under the, you know, under the table, you know, McDonald's and I don't know, UT, Texas. I don't know, but they're going to, you know, have these things where say, Hey, you can come get endorsed by this company. They're going to do it regardless. But I think it's going to be harder for companies to take advantage of these kids when the schools are involved. I think everybody shouldn't be involved. And then you have in the fine print, you're not allowed to say this when you're recruiting. You can't, although it's well known, you can't say, Hey, come to us. And you, You know, we'll pay you. You probably get hundred thousand dollars endorsement.
0: Essentially, what you would think is that this wouldn't change the recruiting aspect. I know it will, but because it already has Nike and Duke and North Carolina. To oversimplify that, the recruiting process shouldn't change. These guys are recruiting based on talent. You know, based off all these things. I mean, if anything, it might make it easier for the schools that can't offer as much. You know, well offer as much you know from boosters on the back end yeah. these kids have these opportunities to go do to make this money you know you look at a lebron james or somebody you know does lebron go to college you know if he can build a brand and continue to make money does he does he go that avenue does and he forego going to the nba and right you away look
1: and you look at i mean because <clears throat> building your brand has been you know a known thing, it's not something new, but I think it's bigger than ever because of social mm-hmm. media. And you think Air Jordan? Well, it's Nike, but it's it's Air Jordan. He built his brand. And I don't know that LeBron doesn't or does or doesn't go, but I don't think when LeBron went to the NBA, his he he would understand how big his brain would get with making movies and you know even yeah. to the political stuff, whether you agree with it or not. But now I think that's all people should. Whether you. Uh, you're going to be an athlete or someone famous or not. You sh- you have a brand, mm-hmm. and when you go to college or work at a company, they look at social media, whether they should or not. They That's will go look. Yeah. That's your mm-hmm. brand, so you should always be uh, like, obvious, obviously keeping it clean, but building it. You know, uh, if you know what you want to do, go follow people and add people on random uh, social media sites or on uh, all your social media sites in that industry. That yeah. just helps build your circle. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's something that it will help smaller schools because when you're a start athlete and you, you know, your favorite school is, I don't know, TCU, uh, but you're like, no, don't go. You can go play or maybe TCU's is too big of a school. You just say a division two school or whatever, but I say, no, go play at Texas. You can make money. Don't, don't be stupid. Go play. Cause you may not be an NFL player because it's hard. To, there are only a few people you're like, he's going to the NFL. Yeah. You can be a star college athlete, and you're like, well, if you stick to it, you probably will. But they're not saying go Ohio State, Alabama, because you may not even start yeah. uh, as a freshman. But you, you want to go there because they're going to pay you money. Or if you know you're going to the NFL, you want to be up there to, to make you. Well, you can be pig tire, But it helps these smaller schools because <clears throat> it's off the table. You can make money here. You can make more money obviously going to bigger schools, yeah. but you can still make money. You can still come here. Now go yeah. have fun. It's not gonna That's gonna be the school, your school you want to go to. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I see it this being a big thing for some of these college athletes, especially at the smaller schools, you know, schools that are in smaller communities for the opportunity like we talked about, they can put on summer camps or even on a smaller scale of just doing lessons. You know, you've got a maybe a college baseball player playing at a smaller school that mm-hmm. is gonna do some hitting lessons or something with kids, you know, make Forty bucks an hour, you know, giving hitting lessons on the weekends or you know in off season, you know, just to help out. I mean, because that's where a lot it's of those guys, brand a lot of too. those guys, end up trending to that innings. Once their career is over, whether it's college or they play some semi pro or pro, they end up coming back down and and doing that. A lot of those guys. So if they can start it building that brand while they're still playing, or they can do while it. they're re- they, very relevant. What
1: if they don't ever make it to to pro sports? But, but they're exactly, they're you know. Take, like, Grayson Allen. He still plays in the NBA, but it's very irrelevant. Yeah. He was a star player at Duke. He's a known he's so he, name. He can build his brand, which he was building his brand anyways, but, you know, when there's, there's not limits on endorsements and things like that, he can really build his brand and then go play if it didn't work out, come back, and you have...
0: Yeah, I mean, back in his community where he grew up, he could have a, a summer camp that goes on every year mm-hmm. to not only help out in the community to help build his brand and make him a little money
1: yeah the, the opportunities are endless that's are. why the NCA needs to come out and have yeah some rules because he
0: can get crazy and, and they will you know we're going to continue to follow this story and we'll you know plug in some things as we find them throughout shows in the future um, we may circle back around to this when there are some more official things in line and you know i think we're going to continue to do some research on this and and look at other opportunities for these kids because the the, entre- the, the entrepreneurial options now just just expanded yes. exponentially with this ruling now i mean the the opportunities in the market just probably doubled with now all these NCAA athletes that can make money yeah. on their name image and likeness
1: and when you think we're talking about brands we think LeBron and Shaq, they're making outrageous amounts of money uh, with franchising, other, but, you know, outside mm-hmm. of sports that they were very smart and in investing yep. in. And that's something you would hope kids will understand. Like, yeah, you can go make a little bit of money here, and going and play yeah. here will, I guess, help. But when you're not just talking about primetime games and making it to bowl games or the big dance or anything like that, you, you have your Instagram follow you have your brand where you can go to these secondary schools and and maybe even make a bigger impact because it's more interesting it's like he's he's playing at northwestern and he's you know a big deal and I I think it's mutually beneficial all the way around yeah. and NCAA needs to to figure out how they can make it beneficial instead of being on the defensive and trying to control this and that which I don't know how many how many behind-the-scenes big boosters are trying to say, yeah, let's not get this passed because that weakens us. <clears throat> but they'll they'll find their way in.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, you have too many boosters that own a lot dealerships of dealerships in, and own things that, I mean, I don't know if this ruling keeps a booster from employing a kid or, I mean, can a booster not still, you know, put this kid on a billboard in town? I'm sure
1: not directly, but indirectly can in his business. Yeah. But is that going to stop? Who's going to pay this company to do it anyways? Oh, exactly. You know, under the It's ta- some form of donations or or, or whatever. And there's going to yeah. be a lot of stuff that, you know, charity situations mm-hmm. where that's fishy, but it, it, it's it's a fine line to go investigate charity yeah. deals. That was the whole shoe deal is, hey, no, this is a charity. I'm wearing these shoes. You're fining me for wearing shoes. You know, it was a Christian deal and like everybody. Yeah. Uh, you know, not that he was doing that for that purpose, but it's you—you had to put a face value on everything. Yeah, and and there's people behind this that that's why NCA is way behind on this because there's people already okay if they they're probably going to make this a rule because it's crazy if they don't we're just going to do this. And so who's going to be the first collegiate athlete to make a million dollars? That's going to be the first thing. Mm-hmm. This market's going to be crazy, and then you're going to be saying. Okay, they're making two... Are they overpaying? Which, who cares? I mean, I guess it. if Pepsi wants to play, uh, or Nike, or whoever wants to pay somebody, and they, they're they not as good as you thought they were going to get. They're robust. It's not really a, that big a deal. But I know because it's something Nike was doing in college basketball. Uh, although they weren't endorsing them because they couldn't, but they were encouraging players to go to these schools. Because... Yeah. At, I, I'm, uh, Nike, that whoever it was, uh, is an impartial third party. Like, yeah, you should go play here, or whatever. So that's when schools and and other companies have deals going together, where hey, go endorse that kid before he's in college. Yeah, and then th- push him our way. And I think that's what the big deal about not letting endorsements affect recruiting, mm-hmm. which it's going to regardless. You can't. It's impossible to say it's not. Yeah, it's like. In a court setting, we say tell the jury we disregard what he just said. I, I, heard, yeah, it. I heard it. I can't. Yeah. It's and, happened. and they know. And like I guess at people at you know baseball or at uh, their kids' baseball games and stuff, everybody knows each other. So you can't stop that just camaraderie talk. Yeah. So it, it's going to be very difficult to police, but even more so when you're not in the front runner of it, and you yeah. s- saw this coming for a long time.
0: Yeah. Again, we'll we we'll keep following this and we'll we'll get to the bottom of this. We'll figure it out. Yeah, All Find Mom says
1: day has been coming.
0: Yep. Yes. Thank you again for supporting the Business and Beyond podcast.
1: Be sure to hit the subscribe button to be alerted every time we post a new episode.